Welcome to Clydesdale Media. Fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Kat Shear. We are here with Seth, Seth Stovall. How are you, Seth? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be on. Thank you for yeah. taking the time to talk with me. Of course. As everybody knows, we are doing, uh, Clydesdale Media is doing a semifinalist series where we are trying to get all of the semifinalists, at least in North America for now, um, interviewed and uh, just kind of a chance for us to get to know everybody. And Seth, you've not been on our show. I don't think you and I have met either. Um, we've seen each other at last year's semis finals when you were on team. Um, mm -hmm. and this is your first foray into individual, at least for a while. Um, question for you. Are you living in Tennessee now? Yes, I am. Okay. You are not from Tennessee. No, I'm not. You everyone around me. here, everyone around here, it seems like everywhere I go, I get like a second look. They're like, who is this dude? Yeah. <laughs> You are sort of like the the poster child for a California boy. Yeah, so I've been told. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your background in Cali. Uh, well, I mean, California, I, I grew up. I was born and raised. Well, I was born in Glendale, California, but I was raised in Temecula, California my entire life for uh, up to 18, 19 years. And uh, as soon as I graduated, I obviously headed out to Cookville. But um, I lived back there with my parents, uh, my brother. I got an older brother. Um, I love Cali, man. I, I love the weather and um, I'm a huge fan of obviously the water and going to the desert. Just uh, I love it there. But, uh, you know, my parents are all back there. They all miss me. I'm sure they do. Hopefully they, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely see this. So hey, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> say hi to mom and dad for us. So what did you do growing up in California? Um, were, were you like an organized sports guy or were you more sort of like into the environment and what? the sports that you can do in California? Yeah, I, uh, well, going up to middle school, all the way up to high school, I played, I mean, all the general sports you can think of, basketball, soccer, football. Um, I played, uh, there's some other little odd sports I played. I can't really remember, but as soon as I got to high school, it was, I, I got into my first CrossFit gym uh, freshman okay. year and I just, I just started, I just started liking it. I don't, it was actually the, I, I, I'm usually pretty easy with catching on to sports, but uh, CrossFit was the one thing that I had a difficult time with. And for some reason, I just chose to stick with that sport. <laughs> but so th throughout high school, I just kind of, I just kind of did CrossFit. And then uh, for the most part though, I was, I was really, me and my buddy, we were big into motocross and, you know, we'd go out to the desert a lot or we'd go to the track and it was just me and Josh and we'd go to, um, a lot of Octia, a lot of Glamis, and then we go to the beach a lot. So it was like surfing, motocross, and CrossFit. And CrossFit. Yeah. So what? How did you find CrossFit? Like, well, I actually, I, I was in, uh, I was in Mammoth. Have you ever been to Mammoth, California? No. Mm -mm. It's beautiful. Uh, it's 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 really cool. It's actually where the green is in California because it's okay. not green where I'm at. Uh, but the. Um, I got in a, I was in Mammoth and I was in a cabin and I just happened to, I think I was scrolling on 
YouTube or something. I, I don't fully remember. And I saw a friend of mine. She was com- she was actually competing um, in the teenage division. I believe it was 14, 15 at the time. And I saw them, you know, just crossing the finish line. And they were all, I mean, they were all dying on the finish line. Mm-hmm. I just was attracted to that. I don't know why, but I just was. I liked it. And I was like, man, I just I want to know what that I want to know what that pain is. I mean, I played sports and I've been really out of breath before, but that looks fun. And I just as I'm on the drive back home, I was like, hey, dad, you like, you care if I go try this CrossFit thing? And here we are. Awesome. What was your first uh, what was your first affiliate? It was CrossFit Murrieta. Yeah, I, I was at CrossFit Murrieta for about four years, I believe. And then kind of COVID happened and a um, whole bunch of stuff and everything shut down. So right. I, I stopped going there. And shortly after it was when I kind of came to Cookville, Tennessee. But I oh. love CrossFit Murrieta. It's a, it's a great gym. How do you get from uh, just being in California doing CrossFit and COVID shutting your gym down to moving to the CrossFit Mecca of the world um, in Cookville? <sighs> Man, <laughs> if I could, if I like, had a answer, I would tell you. Right? I mean, uh, like people want to follow in your footsteps, I'm sure. Man, I, I, uh, I get a lot of people who they'll text me and they'll just, they ask for, you know, they ask for advice on how to get started with, or like, you know, just a lot of people want to come to mayhem and work out here. And a lot of people, they were inspired to want to do van life and come out here and drive out here. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, you know, it's funny. I always, I, I tell people I'm one of the worst advice givers because I don't really say, I don't, I can't really give good advice all I can tell you is just to do it. You know, that, that, that was, that was my mindset. Just build like getting a van, building it and driving out to Tennessee and just training full time. You know, I, I I just did it. You know, there there was no, but like, were you competing in California and like well-known by that? Like, did Rich call you and say, Hey, come out. Or you were just like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to just show up like George Costanza style. And just, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to just show up and y'all are going to know who I am pretty soon. (laughs) Right. 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 Like that. I want, I want the sort of step me through the logistics of how that happened. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I had a, I mean, from the beginning, I, I had a truck at the time and I, for some reason, it wasn't even a CrossFit thing, but I mm-hmm. always had a dream of going to Tennessee. And yeah. so I was just naturally attracted to Tennessee for some reason and cook or and uh CrossFit mayhem happened to be here. Okay. And, uh, I mean, I just told my dad, I was like, Hey, I, I want to sell my truck. And I told my mom and dad, I was like, I want to sell my truck and get this van. And I was like, you know, can you help me build it? And, uh, and I want to, I want to go out to Tennessee and I just, you know, I want to, I want to try this CrossFit thing out. You know, I, I, I'm like decent at it. I'm nothing, nothing crazy. I'm not, I'm not super strong. I'm not super fit, but you know what? I'm going to give it my best shot for, I don't know, like the next year or two and see what happens. You know, I, there wasn't really a plan. It was just, it was just get out there and do your thing. Right. Is this where the that guy with the van started or did that happen once you came to Tennessee? Yeah. So I uh, it was actually called. Yeah. Yeah. The video was called that guy with the van. And we actually titled it that because that's what I was known for. No one <laughs> knew who I was. You know, I didn't I didn't walk around mayhem. Really, I didn't meet too many people when I got here. I just started working out and I was just known as that guy with the van. So mm-hmm. that, that's that's what got inspired 
to name it like that. But I got here and there was a, a guy here. His name was uh, Bennett Looper and he's actually a media guy with yep. CrossFit Fam. And uh, I, I was staying and when I first got here, I was living in Walmart for some time and I was living at some other guy's house uh, who, was help, who was just let me sleep in his parking lot or in his uh, driveway. And I got close with Bennett Looper and he um, he's a really cool guy. And he just, you know, I don't know with him, with him being with media, he got naturally attracted my story and mm -hmm. he wanted to make a video on it. And I was just like, for sure, dude. I mean, I, I don't really know too much. I mean, he had the whole story in his brain, but right. I just, I just lived the life and I just told the life that I, you know, been living and he, he thought it was cool. So we went from there. Other people think it's cool. So, yeah. So when you went out there, you, you were just going as a member, like you just wanted to join the gym and just start being a part of their community. Uh, no, started? Yes, yes and no. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I, I wanted to be part of CrossFit Mayhem, but also I, I think the main, the main thing was, was I wanted to compete and see what I can do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I just, I came out here. I didn't, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I mean, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't tell anyone for the most part. I just told my family that I just wanted to try this because mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. Um, well, at what point did, did you sort of get put into the fold of the competitive athletes and, you know, get like the special invite for the cool kids to like work out in the back or go to the, go yeah, to the barn. Go to when, the barn. When did that happen? Yeah, that was... You know, honestly, it, I, it's going to sound like all the athletes were training in the barn, of course, at the time. Uh, no one really goes to the barn anymore because they have that new facility they just built. Right. But, you know, it was it was cool to get to like try to get an invite to the barn. But honestly, I didn't care. I just I had that the, I was in Cross of Mayhem and the gym has everything that you need inside that gym so as cool as it would have been to get an invite to go and train at the barn uh early on that i mean that would have been sick but i that wasn't my main thing i i just wanted to train in the gym and focus on myself and see and see what i could see what i could make out of it but later on in the season obviously as team stuff came about we started training in the barn not too much but really on the weekends when no athletes were in there because it got it was crowded in there i'm sure so we, we were mostly our team was off on our we were like in an empty space in the, in the barn and Rich would come out every once in a while and help us out. So is it true that you'd never been in the open until 2022? Uh, no, actually, I was in the open. Gosh, I want to say it was <laughs> I think it was 2016, which is part of the reason also why I got more inspired to start competing in CrossFit was because I, I was 14 or 15 and i competed in that division and i literally i literally just walked in the crossfit gym two three months earlier okay and i did the open and then i was i qualified for i don't know what the next phase was at the time i don't know online I, online age group qualifier yeah that's what it was and i qualified and then i, I ended up being like 10 spots away from making the games as a okay. teenager just walking in the gym and i i was like dang this is cool but then after that i had a series of uh I couldn't be, I couldn't do the open for like three years. I can't re really remember specifically, but there's two years where I was out because I broke my hand in an accident and mm -hmm. that was a long, long road of recovery. Yeah. Let's talk about that. That's on your Instagram, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's all the way down there. The very first picture I saw of that, I thought you were missing fingers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that thought picture that right there looks like you don't have digits. <laughs> I know. Like stub club right there, buddy. That's right. Yeah. And eventually, wow. you know, my hand eventually got stuck like this, like rock on. Like, okay. It got stuck like that for a while. So what happened? Can you talk about it? Oh, I was in a, it was, uh, I think it was, it was actually Memorial Day. It was the day I was going to do Murph and I was in a side-by-side -side with two friends of mine and I was in the passenger seat and we came around this corner just a little too quick and we tipped over and the number one rule is growing up in the desert, don't stick your arm outside of the vehicle. Mm. And of course, that's what I did. So as we flipped over, I stuck my hand out in the roll cage, kind of crushed my hand and it split open my palm. And I was out for I was out for a while. Um, it was actually funny. My dad was telling me after the fact, because I don't remember too much of it. My dad was telling me that one doctor came in and he was saying that the doctor was too grossed out of my hand. So they had to get someone else to go clean my hand. No. I was like, bro, that's your job. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, that was a I have a, actually. Well, how old were you when that happened? I think I want to say I was 16. Okay. 16 or 17 i got i got three plates in my hand and i got 18 screws currently currently holy crap so when does that start to irritate you what what movements can you, you know can you, it, it you, rack? <laughs> i know right it uh it used to irritate me uh the first it was like a first full year year and a half until i was fully recovered but you know i was I was big into motocross and, you know, with your hand on the throttle, my hand would get stuck on the throttle. So I literally have to slide it off and like slowly open my fingers because oh, it, wow. it was literally stuck. And uh -huh. with CrossFit, there was a few things uh, like if I rode for a long time, rowing would like aggravate it. That was in the first year. But anytime after, you know, after that year and a half, I haven't had any issues with it. And I'm very thankful because, you know, that there was there was talk, you know, that there, there was obviously talk of you know, could I keep the hand? Cause they, right. didn't, they didn't know right. what it was going to be. Uh, right. But, you know, I'm glad it all worked out and I can, I can show people now, now my cool little, cool little scars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a badge of honor there. Badge of honor. So, okay. So I, I'm curious why I didn't find that on the CrossFit page. Um, did you have a different email address or something? Maybe. Yeah. I may, maybe I did. It may have been it may have been my mom's address. I don't fully remember. <laughs> yeah. We got to fix that. We got to get all your stats on here. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about the genesis of um, Mayhem Justice, the team that you formed. Oh, man. Mayhem Justice. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it was funny before that team even started. Uh, I actually, I came in into the gym and Ben was one of the first guys I, I heard about. And I recognized as soon as I walked in. And I knew he was pretty fit and people started, they were telling me about a little bit about Ben before I met him and they were saying that, you know, Ben's really fit. And so he was kind of the guy that I was chasing from the very beginning. I don't know if he actually, I've never, I don't think I've ever told him that I was, Ben was the one guy I was like, I, I want to get fitter than you. I don't know when, but I'm, I'm going, I want to get fitter than you. And uh, eventually it kind of turned in. We started just, you know, talking and we, we became friends and, we talked about doing local comps on a team, but I was like, you know what? I was like, if I if I want to do, if I ever did a team with Ben, then I'd want to go to the games. And uh, it, it's kind of funny that it kind of all worked out. But Ben came up to us. I think uh, it was it wasn't too. I don't remember the exact month, but it was 
decently well before the open about talking about team. And uh, we had Aniston at the gym, of course, and he kind of was just talking, hey, we should make a third mayhem team. You know, we should give it a shot. And Aniston knew of Jess. Uh, I don't fully remember how. I think Jess and Aniston did a competition together a long time ago. And just naturally, we all talked together and we were like, hey, we, we should we should try this out. I think it'd be fun. And, you know, it, it turned out to be really great. And man, it was it was it was the best time honestly i i was a little little worried about team at first i didn't know how it was going to be mm-hmm. I, I i said it before and i say it, i'll still say it now i will never like the worm <laughs> yeah i mean the worm sucks <laughs> but uh that that team was that team was really fun and you know i i would consider doing it again for sure what was your uh, first experience at the crossfit games like no uh, it was I mean, it was great. It was not what I expected when I walked in, when I saw like the lockers with everyone's last names on it. I was like, whoa, it's like we are here. Uh, that was that was a really cool moment walking in, um, especially with with our friends and uh, the media crew, the people that, you know, have literally seen me from day one and where we are now. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's not like on top of the, I mean, it's, it's on top of the world, but it's not like on, on the top, top and but you know it's a stepping stone and i was i was really really happy and grateful to be there and uh just share that with with everyone did you guys know that you were going to qualify like that was a pretty dramatic uh announcement at semis right to get you to yeah, the yeah we we didn't you know we went into the open we saw how we all did and then quarterfinals was when okay man i, I don't fully remember what the goal was for quarterfinals i think it was like place top half in quarterfinals i don't i don't fully remember and then after day two i think ben was telling us we were in like seventh tenth place or seventh place or something like that and we were just like whoa we did not expect that so we were we were really happy about that and you know then our then our our goals changed we were like okay sure. maybe maybe we could maybe we could podium at our at our semifinal. you know maybe, maybe we can guess maybe we can stand on the podium with whoever we're called or whoever we're competing against. And um, unfortunately we didn't get on the podium, but, you know, fighting for that qualifying spot at the, at the very end on the, on that relay event where, you know, me and Ben kind of, we, we failed squat cleans and the girls made up for it. And the the girls really initially, they punched our ticket to the games. And so that was a really special moment. I mean, sharing that when they all crossed the finish line and we were just like, Oh man, that was amazing. I remember that. I remember that. I got to see that in person. It was fun. It was really someone, someone, uh, I don't remember who it was. Someone caught a video of it, of all of us, you know, coming together at the end and with Rich and Andrea and Taylor and Sam and our team, we, we were all together. And as soon as Jess crossed the finish line and man, that was, that was, that was a moment I'll probably remember forever. That was cool. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a highlight. Yeah. Um, any surprises at the games? Uh, surprises. Things you learned. The row, the I, I'll say the double row machine. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember that. It was like Ben was in front, I was in the back, and we were like on like s- a tandem. Sink. Yeah, yeah. That was really trippy. Uh, <laughs> I liked it though, uh, but it was it was really trippy. Uh, I, I liked it though. Uh, the first event obviously wasn't our our best showcase coming into the you know rookie year. Very first event, boom, last place. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys feel any kind of responsibility to like representing mayhem and knowing that, you know, that pedigree is 
you know, pretty, pretty well known for being high performing. Did, did you put pressure on yourselves to sort of yeah. perform that caliber? I'm sure. You know, I, I would say for sure we, we all had pressure on our shoulders to an extent, you know, because we are the third seed mayhem team. You know, no one expects something big out of us. But at the same time, you know, we expect to make the games being a mayhem team. Uh, right. So there was kind of a little that, 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 that provided a push for sure. All the way up until semifinalists, like mm -hmm. we have to we have to make a move. Uh, yeah. So talking about that first event, will you will you have a change of shoes next time when you when you have availability to go from regular shoes to lifters, perhaps from the going uh, from the metcon to the lift oh or the um the strength event to the running event yeah yeah i that was that was a shock to me too they said that they were gonna disqualify a team if they changed shoes and or really? even like if you took off your shoes at all so yeah. I, I had to run with my knee sleeves with these giant knee sleeves on that ben gave me <laughs> um, i had to run with those and it was it was uncomfortable but they said they would disqualify us if our shoes came off. And so we had to just choose whatever we were going to run in. You got to lift in those too. And I, I never, I've never really worn runners at all. And mm -hmm. I just run barefoot. And okay. so squatting and runners, I was just like, that, that wasn't even the question. But, you know, someone told me, I don't know who told me, someone told me Rich squatted in runners. He front squatted and runners in the grass like the year before mm. and i was just like you know what i'll just try it i thought i was gonna roll an ankle but luckily <laughs> I <didn't. laughs> we're glad you didn't <laughs> so what um tell us a little bit about the evolution of your training or maybe your focus how it changed from the team experience at the games to now you know looking at um an individual run well, was it, was it always the plan? Was it was it a happy accident? What, where was your head kind of going into the to the season? Uh, definitely my, you know, coming out here, I was like individual, you know, yeah. team wasn't even a question. And okay. so now it's it's kind of my my chance to, you know, do what I came out here to do and just give an individual shot. And, you know, I, I've already seen that I've gotten better since last year, which I'm, I'm really happy about and yeah. made some changes in programming. Um, and it's kind of, you know, still learning about what are my weaknesses and what are my strengths? You know, obviously I have a better idea of what I have, but, you know, sometimes in competition, I mean, last year I did things that I didn't even think I was going to do. And I, I shocked myself and I did, I did better than I expected in some things. And I did, I did worse than others. than I thought, um, so going into this individual season, you know, I was, I was fully ready to, you know, attack everything that I can with, with the best knowledge that I had of my weaknesses. And, uh, I feel like I, I did pretty good at attacking all them. You know, it's, it's all a learning process still for me, but thankfully I got about two, month or two ago i got a coach uh he's he's working with mayhem now uh, his name's jake foster and he's he's been coaching me uh for the past two months and it's been going great and so you know we we all have we had the you know every week laid out um what the what the intent is on every single day every single workout uh, from like down to the t and so it, it's it's all going good I, you know things are laid in the right order and I'm excited to see what's going forward to Orlando. Yeah. What's a typical training day look like for you? 
typical training day. I wake up, uh, obviously eat. I don't eat a big breakfast, but and then I, I go train for about two or three hours. I get back like noon. I'll take like an hour and a half break. I got to go back at two. And I usually got to set up a little bit quicker because I have to leave by 4.30. So I, have, I only have two and a half hours to get everything done. And then I got to go to work at five. And I'm usually at work until... 10 30 at the latest okay. um, and but it so i usually work those those nights those night shifts that's what do, you, what do you do for work i work at this tanning salon in town it's called suntan oh. village um really cool you don't, you don't tan though do you no i don't <laughs> no i never have time to tan I okay. really, so you and, would, you're not opposed to doing it you just don't have time to do it no i just don't have time my mom tans i think every day though in california yeah. Well, if I lived in California, I probably would too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that job came about when after the games, I was looking for looking for some work, and Janice Froning, Rich's mom, just okay. happened to text me and be like, "Hey, I have some friends who um, are looking looking, or they need some help around their place." And oh, perfect. Like, heck yeah, I'll, I'll help them out. You know, I'm, that's what I need. Are you living in your van still? No, I'm not. I'm not right now. Uh, I. I I got out of my van about mm, like officially living out of it a little under a year ago. I feel like uh, I was living in my van for close to a year and uh, I'm not living in it right now. I'm living in Aniston's place. I'm living in a guest guest room. And as soon as I come back from Orlando, which is like six weeks, mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll have my own place by then. So oh, nice. I'm excited about that. I'm, I'm really excited to, have a single bedroom apartment. It'll be a little small, but that's all right. Yeah. It's definitely bigger than the van. That's for sure. Yeah. And it'd be nice to just have your own place. Um, who are some of your favorite people to work out with at Mayhem? Who are, who are your homies? Ooh, I can make some enemies right now. Go ahead. <laughs> How about it? You know, for the most part, what I, what actually does look like nowadays at the gym is I'm just training by myself. Really? Uh, yeah. That's, that's really that's ninety percent of my days. I'm training by myself. But if I had to pick a favorite, man, I you can pick more than one. Okay, all right, you good. Have a, you have a little posse. Who's your posse? I like, I, lo- I love training with Ben, and he's really fun to train with. And I like training with Aniston and uh, uh, honestly, those are the main people I ever really worked out yeah. with. Um, is there anybody there that you get to observe that you sort of are chasing? You know, how you said when you got there, you wanted to like be fitter than Ben, like, is anybody sort of inspiring you to, if you have exposure to them even, cause I don't know what time everybody works out, but yeah, there's, there's people in the gym that I, you know, I look at and I'm like, okay, you know, you know, I want to lift like him. I want to row like her and I want to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, 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 I pick and. I, I look at everyone and I, you know, I, I see what they're good at. I don't know everything about them, but sure. you know, I, I've heard things, what they're good at. And, uh, I just, I have these, uh, goals of wanting to, you know, essentially beat them at, at their wheelhouse workout. Like right. if I can beat you at your wheelhouse, like, okay, all right, good. And I, you know, there's people in the gym that, you know, I, I'm still striving to get better than, uh, Cause there's, there's people there that still just destroy me in workouts Yeah. each and every day. Uh, what would be one of your wheelhouse workouts? <sighs> currently? Cause I'm sure it changes. One of my wheelhouse workouts. 
it's hard to say. Um, I honestly, it's hard to say. Uh, Let's say you're trying to impress someone. They're coming to the gym and you get to program the workout. You want to show them you're like auditioning for to be like the, the man. What's in your workout? Well, on top of my head, you know, I can't really think of too much, but I know there was this one, there was this one workout I did pretty well in. It was, uh, it was like four time, 50 chest bar, 30 Cal echo, 50 chest bar. And I went yeah. unbroken on both sets. And I feel what's like your, out, what's but, your wattage on the, on the echo bike? Uh, oh, wattage. You know, I never look or at wattage. RPMs. What do you look at? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be RPMs. I look at RPMs too. And everyone else that I know does wattage. It's the only reason <laughs> I, that. I always say RPMs and they're like, what? Are, I have no idea what are my RPMs are. I always look at the wattage. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. If you look at watts, just go away. You know, no, uh, I, I keep it. I was around 70, 75 mm -hmm. RPMs. And, and do you wrap your thumbs around the bar when you do chest to bar or are you a mm, false grip well, guy? Actually, a, false grip. Yeah. I, I don't know why I've been in the habit. Everything false grip. I mean, jerks, uh, split jerk, push jerk, bench press even, which is that might, that might get you in trouble. <laughs> That's true. That might get you in trouble at CrossFit. That is true. That's funny. That's like a rich thing too. I always notice when he does like clean and jerks and his hands like this. So yeah, like, people have told me that around here that that's his thing, and yeah. I just I don't know why. I just, it just feels comfortable. Like it, it feels like it's on a little extra meat right here, and I like yeah. it. Nothing wrong with trying to be more like Rich, okay. <laughs> right? Um. Okay. So, what's your training look like now for the next five weeks? Just roughly, are, are we peaking? Are you trying to peak for semis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, semis, semis is try to peak, get as fit as possible. Um, mm -hmm. That's you know kind of like the same schedule as I had before. Uh, okay. Just trying to get it, trying to get as fit as possible. You know, it's this the 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 fittest I gotta be for the semifinal to try to get close. You know. Yeah. Do you have um people from Mayhem or uh, presumably are going to be there with you, right? Yeah. Uh, Aniston will be there. Ben's obviously going to be there. He qualified. Mm -hmm. Uh, the media crew, my parents are going, nice. uh, uh, there's not too many people that I can think of. There's probably more people going than I realized. I just haven't really asked yeah. around, but since last year it was in Knoxville, there's so many people cause it was so close. Yeah. Right now it's in Orlando. There probably won't be as many, but you know, hopefully, hopefully a good chunk go. Who's, uh, who's getting your coach's pass? Oh, that's actually funny. Uh, it may not be it. It may be my coach, <laughs> or it, or it may be Aniston. I'm not. I'm not sure yet. My okay. coach may already have a coach's pass. Uh, we're still talking about it, seeing who can mm -hmm. who can get what, because it's different this year. Last year with the team, with all the teams, we had so many coaches passes. Yeah. So everyone's like, you know, who's your best friend? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Probably are... Maybe it's probably gonna end up getting it though. And, Hey, let everybody suck up and try, you know see who wins. <laughs> right. Yeah, put I'll, I'll get a, I'll write a workout. Whoever wins gets right. the there. You go. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Well, again, I'm sorry that I got the time mixed up on this, but uh, I'm glad yeah. you were able to make it, and uh, we got to know you a little bit more. And uh, we'll be rooting for you in Orlando for sure. You guys gonna be there? Uh, Scott will be there. Yeah. Awesome. Scott will be there interviewing, hanging out. Um, there's a possibility I might be there, but I got some scheduling things to work out first. 
All right. So we'll see what yeah. happens. But uh, stay in touch. If there's anything we can do to help you out, let us know. And uh, Thank, you. You know, Thank you for we'll having me on. All right. Have a good day. Peace out.